Welcome to the HR Chat Show, one of the world's most downloaded and shared podcasts designed for HR pros, talent execs, tech enthusiasts, and business leaders. For hundreds more episodes and what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how your work environment can impact engagement and performance levels, the relationship between the C-suite and the HR department, retaining your top talent, and ways employees can keep up to speed with changes brought on by AI and machine learning. My guest today is Barry D. Raimondo, CEO and Chairman of Steelwave, a company that creates innovative work environments where people are inspired to go to work. Barry is an outspoken thought leader in addressing challenges and opportunities for investment in the modern commercial real estate marketplace and is frequently invited to speak at conferences and industry panels. He additionally serves as an expert commentator and has appeared in Bloomberg Fortune, the San Francisco Standard, the Los Angeles Times and the International Business Times. Barry, it's my pleasure to welcome you to the HR Chat Show today. How are you doing? Doing well. Glad to be here. So beyond my reintroduction there, Barry, why don't you start by telling our listeners all about yourself? I run a West Coast based real estate company, operating company. You know, our world is office, life science and industrial. It's all very heavy touch stuff. So we acquire buildings uh, and or land and fully transform them um, or develop them into really differentiated work environments. That's what we're doing. You know, at the core of our business is to create work environments that people actually want to go to work in. And we do that Seattle to the north, uh, San Diego to the south, and Austin to the east. So it's all the major tech nodes that uh, that we work in by design. Okay, thank you. Can you uh, can you maybe share some some use cases, some brands that you've worked with to create those awesome workspaces? Uh, uh, examples that you're particularly proud of. <clears throat> well. It starts with the target customer, the user, if you will, who's going to occupy the buildings. And in our case, it's all tech. It's either design tech, traditional tech, biotech, um, go down the list, defense tech. So it, it's it's the innovation work sector. That's who we're looking for. We're not designing for back office. We're not designing for insurance companies. It's all the innovation workforce. Um, so, you know, we, we've done business with all the big tech companies you can name. And, you know, we, we've been doing this a long time to the point since I've been here, I think we've done 350 deals, uh, $18 billion worth of cost <clears throat> spread across about 130 million square feet. So. You know, we're, we're fairly sizable in the space. Thanks for tuning in to the HR Chat Podcast. If you're enjoying this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe and leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. And now, back to the conversation. Okay, thank you very much. Shortly, I'm going to... 
to ask you about your philosophy regarding managing your talent as a successful leader, Barry. But before we get there, uh, a more big blue sky sort of question for you, if you will. Where should innovation in a company come from, Barry? Should it come from the work environment? Should it come from leadership? Should it come from HR? Should it come from the employees, partners, all of the above? What's your take? Well, I think it has to start with engaged employees who enjoy what they do and who they do it with. I think that's where it all starts. You know, does it help to have a environment that people can collaborate in and, and gather in? Absolutely, unequivocally. You know, I think leadership's role is to set goals and provide the teams with whatever resources they need to meet those goals. But at the end of the day, I think innovation is all about engaged employees who like what they're doing and are inspired by it. Okay, so today is a bit of a uh, is a bit of a use case where we're we're getting you on to get your unique take on on leadership as a successful leader. Uh, what is your philosophy then regarding managing your talent and how might it differ from from other traditional offices? Well, I, I think you have to understand what we do. You know, we're a highly entrepreneurial group. We're very transaction oriented, and it's a high stress environment. We're not an insurance company. We're not a bank. So, you know, let me just take you through uh, the life of a deal. Because our job is to buy real estate, fix it, lease it, and sell it. So the life of a deal is, first, you have to source it. You have to go find the opportunity. Then you have to underwrite it. Then you have to capitalize it. Then you have to design it and permit it. Then you have to build it then you have to lease it, then you sell it. So you've got this lifeline that sort of follows that trend. And at any point in time, our company has about 25 to 30 assets that sit somewhere in that pipeline. So it's a very, it's a very intense environment. So it starts with that. Um, and then I think, Really, it's all about hiring the right people who can navigate that kind of intensity and that kind of environment. You know, if, if you look at us, we're very binary. You know, when someone comes to work for us, they're either here 30 years or three months. It's, that's just how it is. You know, and, and you get some people who come in here and they just fall in love with the fact that it's highly entrepreneurial, they're working on super cool stuff, it's fast paced and the like. And then you get other people who come and say, no, this is not my environment. So you have to hire the right attitude and the right mindset and the right work ethic in order to build the team. And that's, we're, we're very big on that. The real estate's easy for us. Plugging a new member into the team is always the challenge because the, tree, the team is so integrated and team-oriented. So you have to have someone who's a good communicator, who gets along well with people, and who can deal with it in a, in a high-stress environment. In the fast-changing new world of work, organizations that want to succeed must support their teams to develop the right skills for today and for the future. As practical learning experts, Halt EF Corporate Education helps organizations and employees of all levels to develop the critical business skills, attitudes and behaviors they need to be successful. 
We combine the expertise and agility of a boutique learning partner with the resources of a trusted, global organization. Learn more at HaltEF.com. Okay, so would you say it's more important to hire someone with that right attitude, that right mindset, as you mentioned then just a moment ago, over skills, over qualifications, credentials, because those things can be learned within the organization? What's your philosophy? Absolutely. You know, it's all about hiring. Look, when you look at who we hire and, and you know, who how we hire into the accounting department is different than how we hire into the tip of the sword. You know, the, the people who are sourced with, um, tasked with finding opportunity and executing on it. But, you know, I, I think some of the, some of the metrics that we use across the board would be, you gotta be able to get along with people. You gotta have, be a good communicator. You have to have a strong work ethic and you have to have very high, moral standards we have to be able to trust you so that's across the board you know when you get into the more high-powered tip of the sword type people these people have to have a very strong desire to learn uh, one thing that i look for is demonstrated achievement at whatever it can be piano it can be athletics it can be it's it you have to have distinguished yourself at something and you got to be a team player. You know, if you look at a lot of our people, a lot of our people played team athletics in college or in high school. They understand the importance of team, which means they're fiercely competitive. And then I think the last dynamic that we look for is humility. I don't want the smartest guy in the room reminding me that he's the smartest or she's the smartest person in the room. That's not what I'm looking for. Imagine if knowledge wasn't a power structure, but a shared resource. That's Tiger Hall for you. We're not just another tech company. We're a leap forward, evolving the way organizations operate and learn. Our platform blends insights from global experts with valuable wisdom from your own team members, weaving it into your day-to-day -day operations. Don't just keep up with change, drive it. Learn more at tigerhall.com. As a CEO, Barry, how do you work in tandem with your HR department? And does does your HR department have a seat at the Steelwave top table, so to speak? And if so, why? What's the relationship there? We don't have an HR department. We outsource it. We have an individual who is our COO, the number three person in the company, who oversees that. So she's definitely got a seat at the table. Um, but we have outsourced HR for probably the last seven years now, and it works really well. Why make that decision to, to outsource as opposed to have a, an in-house HR department? What, what, what are the benefits for you guys? Uh, I think it's cost effective. And I think candidly, there's a lot more resources that the outs the outsource group can bring to bear, then we would want to hire internally. Maybe now you can tell me, how, how has Steelwave retained talent at the top of their respective practices? For You mentioned a moment ago, you, you, if you join you guys, you're either going to be there for 30 years or, or three months. So um, retaining those people for decades, 
while both CRE and the workforce in general was afflicted by quiet quitting and work from home scenarios. How, how do you retain your best people? What, what's, what's your secret sauce? You know, I, I think it all starts with hiring the right people. Number one, number two, you know, we do really cool stuff and, and the people we hire love what they do. And, you know, so when, when we have a project and we work through the life of the project and then you get another project. And so we're set up such that people are cradle to grave. They find the asset. They fix the asset, they lease it, they sell it. So they're with the asset the whole time and they love what they do. And then when that's done, they get another asset and it just sort of falls pay. So, you know, it's, it, it's doing cool stuff, number one, and it's hiring the right people who are looking to build a career. Um, and, it's, and we give people a lot of autonomy a ton of autonomy. And, and I think they love that. They're running their own business. And I think that appeals to a lot of people. What about benefits? Where do you guys stand on, for example, the four day work week, flexible hours, uh, remote working? Uh, how, how available can that be or should that be for employees in, in your mind? You know, we're a work from office group. We really are. We have to be because of what we do. You know, a lot of this stuff you can't do from your home. You know, you're, you're working in a team environment. You're working with architects. You're working with engineers. Uh, you're, you're dealing with municipalities and, and the like. That's not to say that our people are sitting at their desk because many of our people, their job is to be out of the office, sourcing opportunity or on a job site or whatever. But we're really not a work from home environment. What we found is that that is very inefficient for our business in light of sort of the assembly nature of what we do. Okay. Um, so, so far we've managed to get through this conversation without mentioning artificial intelligence, um, but that time has come in the conversation. I, I, can't really have a chat at the moment with any guests without talking about AI because it, it's such a huge topic and it's impacting everything we're doing in the world of work. Uh, tech and AI are constantly changing the ways that we're doing business this year has been particularly prevalent in everybody's minds, I think. What, what should companies do to keep their employees up to speed so that they don't fall behind and, uh, and then struggle to, to keep up with the fast changes brought on by AI? Well, I think I think a lot of the changes are going to come from the enterprise software companies. You know, the the, the companies that you know have developed the, the company software to run your back end and front end. So I think a lot of the AI is going to get baked into those into those systems. You know, what we're doing, and we're trying to get ahead of it. You know, we formed a task force that is mapping all of our processes in this company to figure out what we think we can get much more efficient at through some sort of machine learning or AI process. Um, and we're just, we're just trying to figure it out. You know, we're, we're, not, we're not ignoring it, we're trying to get ahead of it. But I do think that 
you know, whether or not your system is Oracle or whatever, I, I think these enterprise software systems that are that people are using to operate their companies with will have the AI baked into those enterprise systems. Okay. Uh, you're not going to believe this, Barry, but we are already coming towards the end of this particular conversation. Before we wrap things up, how can our listeners uh, connect with you and learn more about all of your cool work? Well, we've got a pretty elaborate website. You know, I, I would recommend you, you go to, you know, the Steel Wave website and you can see the kind of stuff that we do. You know, there's lots of pictures. There's lots of history, uh, who we are, who the team is. You know, I think it's fairly comprehensive and, and it paints a pretty good picture of, you know, what we are and who we what we do. And there will, of course, be links in the show notes to Steel Wave and to Barry's LinkedIn profile and all the rest of it. Uh, that just leaves me to say for today, Barry, thank you very much for being my guest. Thank you, Bill. Thanks for listening to the HR Chat Show. If you enjoyed this episode, why not subscribe and listen to some of the hundreds of episodes published by HR Gazette. And remember, for what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com.